hit record. That's how we make a podcast, you right? You hit record? Good for you, Thanks. honey. Thank you. Uh, you are single-handedly pushing forward the women's movement. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Fabian. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over, I like that I always say books first. We very rarely read a book, people. We argue over movies and podcasts and everything else that we disagree about. Which is everything. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. (laughs) Cut this shit. Congratulations on um, being here today. I know you're you're very busy. I'm very busy. You're very very busy and important. Very, you are. You're <laughs> like a very exciting, that, yeah. almost television showrunner this week. Yeah, and and I am a very busy, almost done with my movie movie director this week. And I just would like to do a public service announcement right now. Yeah, to to anyone listening who has. You know, those little girl dreams in their big hearts or, or little boy dreams. Some there, I hear there's some men that want to be in the film industry too. <laughs> or little they dreams. Little or little they dreams. Exactly. I don't want to be, you know, a nobody. Everyone's welcome. You're all welcome to come and suffer alongside us. Like truly, I just want you guys to know it's not as glamorous <laughs> as you think. It's just so you know, if you're, if you're missing out, you're missing out on a lot of uh, stress, too. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Don't you understand why Naomi Campbell threw phones at assistance now? It's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Running yeah. an entertainment empire as yeah. Naomi Campbell and we are, it it's yeah. very stressful. It is. It is. I yeah. can't tell you how many iPhones I've lost because of that. Yeah. I forgot to have breakfast this morning. Well, I Can never forget that? to eat. No matter how stressed I am, we know that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do you eat more when you're stressed? I just eat all the time, every day. If, like, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. you eat all the time, every day? Because you're in such good shape. Because you have like a smoking hot bop. <laughs> and the podcast and everything. Thank you. Okay. Uh, For people who haven't sweet. listened before, uh, I hit on Mandy every episode. That's part of our <laughs> brand. <laughs> uh, before <clears throat> we dive into our assigned watching Uh did you happen to see any legends in concert this weekend Uh, oh well i yes i did i saw paul mccartney on friday at the sofi stadium Mm -hmm. and how was that and it was fantastic has this really fun thing at the beginning of the show he writes text me and then there's a phone number and i was like you guys McCartney just gave me his number this is a great night Mm -hmm. um and it's this really fun thing where you like you know, it's to join, but he writes, he quote unquote writes you back. Mm. I wrote him this really emotional text, but he didn't write me back right away. So I don't know. I'm not so sure typical how dude. far the relationship's going to go. Yeah. yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, I said, thank you for giving me my daughter's name and I love your music. And, you know, I just thought that might resonate with him, but I guess a few other people wrote something similar. So what an a-hole. Yeah. But it was a, it was a great concert. It was really fun. And your husband was there. He was. How amazing. I didn't even know he was there he, until he texted me a picture from where he was yeah, in the stadium. He, it's a rare move for him to be like, you know what? I, I'm just going. And he just made a plan like very last minute and went. And I was Great. so happy for him. He came home so satisfied and jazzed. And he was, yeah, 
Yes, it was a very brave. I'm really glad he made it happen because, you know, Paul McCartney, he's almost 80. Mm -hmm. He was incredible. Now, I know that it would have been like nails on a chalkboard for you because you don't think he's a good musician. I I get that. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely untrue. (laughs) Patently untrue. Well, guys, she's not a fan. It's okay. I like some Beatles music. He did not do Say, Say, Say. So I have no need for a concert where he's not going to do Say, Say, Say. You and I have performed a Paul McCartney song. Which one did we do? We did Ebony and Ivory. We did? Live to get- yeah, you don't remember that? No. It sounds like <laughs> something we would do. <laughs> yeah, you and I did Ebony and Ivory. Oh, God. But we did not wear blackface. And for no. that, I commend one of us. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't have been my cup of tea. Of course, I would have appreciated, you know, Blackbird, but- just sure i know he yeah. did a lot of post beetle stuff i have no need for that unless it's say 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 um <laughs> i have to tell you one sad thing and paul i'm sorry because after i texted him i'm sure he like looked me up on instagram saw yeah. our podcast yeah so uh, paul i want you to know the rest of the show is great but there's this one song i've seen him a couple times now there's this one song that he sings for his new wife nancy mm. and it's not my favorite song of his and i don't think it's the favorite song of anyone, to be honest. He's always like, ah, oh, this is for my wife, Nancy. And I love you, Nancy. He points. She's always there. He yeah. blows kisses. And then he plays this song. And afterwards, I'm always like, oh, sorry, nobody likes your song, Nancy. Like, mm. <laughs> how sad to be the one that you're like, of all the love songs in all the world, I'm your wife, but I get the worst one. She probably does not feel that way. But I don't you know, and Jer both refer to her as his new wife, Nancy. Haven't they been together for over 10 years or something? I think you're all holding on to Linda. <laughs> well, sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then the other one. Heather Mills. There was one. No. Yeah. She, no, no, she, she was bad be, news, right? Yeah. Bad news. Terrible. Poor, poor Paul. Poor Paul. Yeah. Would you ever be married to Paul McCartney? Like, if you were married to him, could you tell him you liked his music more? <laughs> uh, I don't lie to Jer, so I wouldn't lie to Sir Paul. Okay. Well, you don't lie to Jer. That's part I of the problem. But you mm-hmm. know who... If I were married to, I would never have to lie to him about how funny and brilliant and amazing he is. Oh, my God. This is crazy that I can't think of his name right now. Oh, my God. Hamilton, uh, Moana, uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda? Jesus, I couldn't think of his name. Okay. I have some notes for Lin-Manuel, but... You do? I do. But Sir John Mulaney is perfection. (laughs) And this morning on my walk, I listened to him on Smartless. And I'll be damned. He is so funny. And he's being brutally honest about his relapse and his recovery. And it's not, he doesn't delve. He's just like, yeah, I relapsed and I'm, I'm sober now and I'm handling it. And he, you know, but like, he's so open about it. It's not. That's amazing. Didn't he just trash a wife or something? I don't know enough about it, but didn't he just trash his, like, didn't he like leave his wife? A couple years he and his wife split. And now he's with Olivia Munn and they had a kid together. Oh, oh my goodness. And then he relapsed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor John. He relapsed like, I think back in the fall, like December, January. Oh, that's a tough road. Yeah. But, but he's, I just love him. You, you and I have seen him together in concert. Like, I just love, I think he is the best at comedy. He wins yeah. comedy. He's <laughs> hands down the best yeah. out there. I he never fails for me. I just love him. So that's yeah. my pop culture recommendation is listen to the Smartless 
with John Mulaney. Not right now. Right now. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't go. Yeah. Stay. Where are you going? Stay with us. We love you. <laughs> Horse come in the back, hospital. I can back. be John Mulaney. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's talk about what we watched this week. I assigned something I thought was very Mandy friendly. Both Mandys. Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah. We read it together for a book club ages ago. Okay. And um, and now we get to see it living on the big screen. It's a, what is it? It's a limited series, limited series mm-hmm. on FX. Mm-hmm. And, and Hulu. Uh, what'd you, yeah, what'd you think? Did you, did you watch more than one episode? Um, No, because I hated it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is a but miss. Here's the thing. A swing and a miss. A huge miss. But you know what? I was reading a uh, review in The Hollywood Reporter and they did not feel that way at all. It's getting good reviews? Well, The Hollywood Reporter liked it. I feel Weird. It's, it's probably such a prestige thing that they that they have to jump on board and support it. Why don't we share the trailer, Pete? Yep. Handsome yep. Pete, if you would please play the trailer. Heavenly Father, we ask that we might be instruments in thy hand to fix what we find broken. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. A woman and her 15-month-old child were murdered in their home. We are asking the public for their help. We aren't a community that usually locks its doors. So, for now, we feel it's prudent to err on the side of caution. The evidence points to things and to beliefs that I have only ever heard whisperings about. I don't go digging in the past. And neither should you. From the first moment anyone set eyes on her, they were hooked. Evil presence is in his family. What if this case isn't just a husband who turned against his wife? What if tonight is just the first edge of a bone? Finally working its way out of our own desert's floor. Hands up right now! This goes beyond just a murder. Beyond everything I believe. You chose this because... Cults, murder, true crime, everything that we would love to delve into. The first episode did not give us anything to cling to. I'm not going to say the J word that I know you would say, but there's nothing (laughs) to talk about. It was just dark, depressing, sad. Yeah, There was no like, oh, shit, what's going to happen in all the cover-ups and the what's going on in this town? There's none of that intrigue. It was just depressing without intrigue. Yeah. I mean, there's a natural built-in intrigue of, oh, we have a murder who committed the crime, right? I didn't think they laid it out in a way that made me care. That's interesting. Talk about that. Like, so wait, aside from the natural, like, oh, no, a woman and her baby Mm. were... Because I, I didn't have a problem as much with the story. It felt a little bit like we were trying to cram or I don't know, like if I don't know, it just didn't feel like it, um, there's too much detail. They were trying to cram too much into the story of the series. Like it, 
like with the whole flashbacks. So during the series, they flash to like the 1800s. Is yes, it? Which is the beginning of Mormonism with Joseph yes. Smith. Like, which, yeah. And, and they look like bad the- recrees too. They look like oh, bad History Channel cheesy. late night yeah, yeah, recrees. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, not <laughs> yeah. high quality which, stuff. Which so yeah, I did not enjoy the quality of that. I agree with you. It was like bad acting and really bad staging. Uh, Dustin Lance Black directed this. Now he he Created. wrote Milk. He's yeah, he's yeah. clearly a brilliant writer, but I would suggest maybe he's not the best director because. I did not enjoy the direction of this at all. Yeah. I thought the look it's, fought the what was going on. It was like this gritty, uh, you know, handheld thing mm-hmm. that was very distracting for me. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought it was all so heavy-handed. The music was so heavy-handed mm-hmm. and the performances were so dramatic. They started dramatic and they ended dramatic. It was like there was no breath it was and it was and even the mormon family was so like on the nose creepy it was creepy i mean and interesting i will say that that's what i missed so um the first of all there's nary an american actor involved which is so strange so there's a lot of whispering because i believe that's what a lot of British and Australian people do when they are doing an American accent, like, thank you, Nicole Kidman, for that secret. If you just pull back and whisper everything, you find it easier to maintain your American accent. So Andrew Garfield is playing our lead, investigating the death of Daisy Edgar Jones, right? Really un-American. Oh. Sam Worthington plays one of these weird brothers in this culty family. He's not American. Um, I looked up somebody else because I was like, oh, somebody's with, oh, the guy they think did it, the first perp they bring in, he, he might even be Irish. He's a whisperer. Are He's not serious? American. Nobody's American. Oh, wait. Um, uh, yeah. The guy who played Alan, Billy yeah. Howell is his name. Okay. I thought he was, uh, I thought his performance was great. I couldn't even get past yeah. it because it was just so there was just a camera slightly above him and he was looking into it looking intense and scary and sad with no yes. lawyer present at no yep. point do any of these people say could i have a lawyer you're bringing me in for murder well it would be interesting to know if mormons are allowed to have lawyers if they put all of their value into heavenly father Mm-hmm. Mormons are big into lawyers, I think. Oh, uh, that's right. Because we watched a documentary. I can't even remember what it was about the Mormon. There was like a murder and the Mormon lawyers all swooped into to Mormons got lawyers. Mm. For some reason, everything I'm saying today sounds like a punk band. Like I said, depressing <laughs> without intrigue and Mormons got lawyers. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to start yeah, Mormons punk palooza with all my bands. <laughs> I need a new project. Let me make a note. I would punk palooza. I would go see Mormons Got Lawyers. That sounds really, really good. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I yeah, I just um it missed the mark on every level to me. You bring up a good point about all the un-American talent, because I think, you know, since it's not a great show, we could pivot to the discussion of the immigration problems that we have in our country. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Which, you know, and I maybe I've said it on this podcast before, I believe we need to stop letting these people in and taking our jobs, <laughs> right? These white Canadians and Australians and British yep. and Ireland, like, I'm sorry, go home. We're looking go at you, Will Go back to Will your Arnett. country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I kind of like Will. I do feel like America is a better place because of Will. But I think they should all be Will Arnett status. You know what I mean? And he's very American. He seems very American in his value system. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, I wish there were more to say. It would be fascinating if anybody is watching this and loving it. Please, please reach out on our Discord Mm -hmm. if you're a Fandy or if you want to get on social media at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens or at Mandy Fab. Fab. Mm -hmm. I want to know like what what we're missing. I I was Mm -hmm. hoping you were going to say what you didn't like it. I loved it. I watched more than one episode. It was gripping. It was I because I I did start to watch. Yeah, I started to watch the second episode because I was like, God, am I? you know, sometimes the pilot's really clunky of something. Mm -hmm. And I was so into like, I remember loving this book so much. Me too. I I loved the conflict that these uh, people, these Mormon characters had between like, I love the way that they pick their own profit and they have that design and their family. Like it's a very unique it was a very, it's a very unique thing that they have going on. It's, I, of course, in my opinion, it's like, oh my God, it's batshit, right? But it's interesting and and they believe in it and that's how they function. And that's why I think it's so interesting. But I feel like the way that he shot it and wrote it, it was so like they were the creepy bad guys. And so it's not as interesting that way. Like he's already painting them as the bad guys. So I wanted to see like how they function I don't know. I guess like the way that the women are in that's real. The way that the women are so submissive and they don't, you know, the more Mormon men don't want their women to be educated and they don't want them to be involved in jobs. Sure. But that wasn't that wasn't um, served up to us in a way that was like interesting and ooh, what what's going on there and why it was just all these creepy women making lemonade there was so much lemonade in the show this show had to be sponsored by country time right they're just all passing the lemonade drinking the lemonade cheersing with the lemonade it was lemonade central another punk band <laughs> lemonade central they're more of an opening act for more yeah, yeah, got yeah. lawyers but i it didn't present that information to us. It was just not. I I remember loving the book. I don't quite remember anything about it. We read it when it came out, like when it was yeah, yeah, zeitgeisty yeah. fifteen years ago. So yeah. I really don't have a memory other than it's to me. It seemed to be here is murder that took place in the Mormon community, and you're going to learn all about this crazy murder, and you're going to learn all about the crazy Mormon community that covered it up. Yes, and yep, this show did not do that. No, not in the first episode. It focused very, very uh, centrally on this fake detective who's fake investigating Mm. the murder with his partner who's not Mormon. But even that, it was like interesting. They have this like kind of easy friendship. But there wasn't a lot of it's so weird for for a God, for a detective investigating a murder show. There was weirdly no tension. Mm -hmm. There was no kind of like it was just a it was a lot of very opinionated uh, you know, uh, this guy's creepy. No, this guy's creepy. Look at our creepy handheld camera. I didn't. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. And it, it was so dark. And I said that about another yeah. thing we watched and you said it's a TV setting. Was this really <laughs> dark for you? Not no. the, mo- the the Lafferty stuff, like the family stuff was outdoors, a lot of lemonade, yeah. a lot of sunshine. So that I could yeah. see clearly. Everything with Andrew Garfield and the murder, everything was so dark. Okay, I really think you need to get your TV fixed. 
Ah. Oh. Because I really, I didn't notice anything like, why can't I see? I mean, I really, oh. or if you're watching during the daytime, are you watching during the daytime and maybe there's sun on your TV and that makes nope. it hard to see? Because I didn't have, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I watched it on my laptop. Did Patrick it was, watch it with you? No. We, yeah. were, we had such a busy week. And also, I didn't think he would be into it. Jer said, oh, I'll watch that with you. And then I was like, well, I can't wait for you, toots. So I... <laughs> I, he was like, oh, okay, then, you know, go ahead. He could not have handled it. I mean, it starts with a dead baby. He's just not. Oh, that would have stopped him from watching? Yeah, Jer, Jer, weirdly, he doesn't like dead babies. Or like the the idea of murdered babies. Oh, God, he's going to hate your punk band, dead babies. (laughs) I know. Um, uh, But no, that's funny because he watches such dark stuff. Like I wouldn't, I would, I, and it's not like they show a mangled baby. They imply a baby. There's a lot of blood and there's a yeah, playpen with blood. And it's, Oh, but I'm the worst. Like, I mean, I can't watch anything violent. And that was like, I think I was also trying to figure out, I think honestly, I was distracted by how dark it was. This guy, this, <laughs> no, this guy was having his like crying and thing. And I was a little bit like. I couldn't quite get, I, I couldn't quite understand what was going on. Okay. I'm so glad you said that because I had trouble following it. I even had to, because I had to watch it in increments because I'm so busy and important. So I had to go back yeah. and be like, now I can't even remember how we got here. So I had to like rewind and watch again. Plus Hulu's so annoying that it doesn't pick you up where you're supposed to be. Anyway, so I, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I was like, I can't admit because I don't think this is like, really supposed to be all that confusing right it's not like high concept and i i i couldn't follow some of it and i i didn't want to admit it so when a thank you you just set me free it was confusing yeah there were the bearded guys and then the guy that comes in and who are the brothers and the book was not that way like Mm -mm. interestingly enough the way that the book sets up I think, and this is why I even started to watch the second episode because what I remember from the book is that Dan was the new like he was appointed head of the family mm-hmm. uh because dad appointed him that way the mm-hmm. new prophet and everybody now has to listen to dan and dan was not emotionally capable of this and dan went nuts mm. and he was abusive and a little and he was suffering in his career and so it, that the story of dan was really interesting and it kind of started to get into that in the second episode is dan the one still... they find at the end of the pilot the one that runs from them is no that dan? that's that's uh Robert, I oh. think is his name. A lot of laughies. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like I kind of just wanted to get to let's just solve the murder, which yeah. is the book kind of does. And then but even with the flashbacks to the Mormon thing, it felt weirdly celebratory of the Mormon tradition. It wasn't mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it was condemning it or I don't even think you needed all that background. Well, to, you know? I'll say Book of Mormon does a ton of actual like yeah. Telling of the more the the Book of Mormon and the explanation of Mormonism, and yes, it's mocking a lot of it, but it does it with a great deal of respect too. They no one sure. wants to piss off an entire religion. No, and my guess is that Dustin Lance Black sat everybody down and said, "We're going to tell this story in a way that respects this religion." Yeah, he's Mormon. Dustin Lance Black is Mormon. He was raised Mormon. Yeah, a gay <clears throat> Mormon. Oh, see now there's I your know. story. There's your story. Yeah. Well, but, that kind of you get the opinion of that. That's his perspective of what Mormons are like. I yeah, I didn't realize he was raised Mormon, but yeah, a, yeah, a big swing and a miss. Yeah, wanted to love it. J- 
just didn't. But that's okay because honestly, I could I could use less television these days. I know. Can yeah. I ask a favor? Sure. Do, well, if you if we're not playing the title game, are we playing the title game with this? No. Can we play the title game with this? Sure. Is that the one we played last week? Yeah. Sure. Okay. One man job. How many do you give it? I give it um um oh yeah. I give it like two. It really did not grab me. Too not bad. Good. Too bad. Okay. Okay. So for those who haven't listened to last week's episode and shame on you. I hope you yep. can live with that regret. Unbelievable. Uh, you take a title and you add other titles to the beginning and the end of it. Like this is called Under the Banner of Heaven. And I would mm-hmm. like to start with Days of Thunder, the Banner of Heaven. <sighs> Days of Thunder, the Banner of Heaven can wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The Days of Thunder. I have to write it down or I'll forget. You you can yeah. remember the banner For of, a God, of heaven can wait can waitress <laughs> that's gonna be hard okay okay um no i got this hold on uh um days happy days of thunder there the banner go. of heaven can waitress there mm-hmm. you go um <laughs> Ah, uh, happy. Ah, happy. Do- wait, wait. Waitress, waitress is hard. I know. Except, wait, yeah. Except re- rest, restful, resting. There you go. Re- there you go. Right, re- right. Re- stress, waitress, stress. Restaurant, uh, rest. Oh, re- uh, rest um, in peace. <laughs> is that a Should we claim that's a movie? Happy. I'm sure it There's is. has got to be a movie or a TV show ending in happy. Get happy, uh, be. I don't know. What was the one with Elijah Poop and um, Alicia Cuthbert with the six friends? Happy endings. See, they're all happy is the beginning of all of it. I know. Well, I mean, maybe did we did we exhaust it already? I don't want to. Okay, (laughs) so why don't you take care of business and I'll sit here and think? (laughs) Okay, that sounds great. All right, guys, listen. Oh, by the way, I want to thank you because, you know, I've been trying to masturbate every day. You gave me some really good fodder with the whole uh, John Mulaney and Jason Bateman in one podcast. Like, oh. That's going to be good stuff. Yeah. You're welcome. I want to thank you. I've been, I've been needing some new material, so I appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Hey, guys. Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, the gods at True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Thank you, Pete. Music by Ian Post. Thank you, Ian. Um, and listen, uh, go on to your podcast app if, if, and give us a rating or review. We really, really love it. We read your reviews. We like to know who's listening. And um, it really helps us out because, you know, look, we're all followers. Admit it. Be a follower with us and get other people to follow us as well by telling them how much you love us. Yes. Also, spread the word. Like, just tell a friend. Yeah. Just call your yes. friend right now and say, I listen to the Mandy's. You don't. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm changing yeah. your life. Hit that Plus share thing on you. the podcast and share it with mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. It also reminds you, you have friends, okay? And that's a nice thing to be reminded of. It is. Um, you beautiful. can also come. I I recently posted a bunch of stuff on Discord, by the way. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. A picture of that Paul McCartney concert and, and also calling, the... And then calling me out for not being a Paul McCartney fan. I saw. What? Did I? I saw. <laughs> so I weird. Saw. I don't know. That must have been my assistant. Um... <clears throat> 
and my Dungeons and Dragons uh, monster sheet. Anyway, I, I don't want to spoil it, but you can go to uh, join us on Discord, fancave.com slash Discord. And uh, if you're a fandy, there's a special fandies only channel that has a lot of secret stuff that you can talk to us about. How do you become a fandy? Well, you go to mancave.com slash fandy. You pay five yep. bucks a month. You get a birthday message from us. You get yep. bonus episodes. It's more Mandy in your life. Yeah. And who doesn't need that? And if you haven't had enough, Agreed. you can get merchandise. You can go to mancave.com slash merch and get yep. t-shirts and phone cases and so much fun stuff. Yeah. Pete and is guys, hilarious. He pull, yeah. he might there might be a whole punk band line of merchandise coming soon. We don't know. We don't know yeah. what he does. He's a genius. Yeah. Everybody If you go. want sweatbands and wristbands, we'll get those too. Like it's it's a very fandy friendly nation. So thank you guys for listening. That's all the business. Oh, now it's the official game time. It is. Okay. And then I have um our research department has gotten back to me about something oh. from the last episode. So before I assign you something. I'm going to tell you about that. It was a little teaser. Oh. Okay. Game time. Wow. Yeah. Smooth transition. All I got right. business. Mm-hmm. You do got business, girl. I've got a, okay. a bod right, for business so- and a brain for business. <laughs> That's my oh, money. Oh, a nice girlfriend. working class. Working Thanks. class. No, not working class. Working, working. Girl. Jesus, why can't I think? Working girl. Thank you. Wow. What's up with my brain? Working today? girls just want to have fun. Okay, let's do another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly working girls just want to have fun. Um, okay. That's a good one. That's a good fun game. All right. Die hardly so, working. <laughs> okay. I'll stop. That's I'll good. Stop. I promise. Okay. Um, so for t- this week's game, look, how do you make a dead baby funny? Right? That's the real question every comedian wakes up asking themselves. You shove a rubber so, chicken um, in it. But this is the thing, because I feel like shover rubber, come on, that's great. Uh, Because (laughs) I feel like, you know, we didn't get the juice, there it is, of of Mormon, you know, like all the details of Mormonism and stuff. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. This is your interview to be accepted into the Mormon faith. I know you're Jew-ish. Mm-hmm. Like you do the Hanukkah and you mm-hmm. you know how to make a crazy good latke. Thank you. Um, but, you know, there's room for growth. And so this is if you, Mandy Kaplan, mm-hmm. were going to be interviewed to get into the Mormon faith. I did a little research and I'm pretty sure these are the questions that they would ask you. Great. So here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'm wearing my long johns, my Great. heaven pajamas under my leggings. So I'm ready. Okay. So that's really great because you just answered the first question. What is your version of magic underwear? Um, well, honestly, I'm going to yes. go in a <laughs> You have been to the beach with me and uh-huh. to swimming pools. I am not a lady who likes to show skin. I'm not a lady who likes a tight <laughs> garment. So yeah. my opposite of that is like, I like to wear a large t-shirt over my bathing suit and yeah. stay in it even in the water. And I've yeah. been that way since third grade. So that's okay. my magic underwear. I got to say, this is, this interview is starting off very hopeful because modesty is a big part of our faith. Yes. So you are, would actually, modesty-wise, you would make a killer Mormon. Thank I you. I bet you would even sleep in that magic underwear, right? If I do, I wear big and, pajamas. Yes. Yeah. And you would keep the crotch zipped up tight in Always. case it was time to make a baby. Always. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Great. That's good. All right, next. That might be the answer to this next question, but let's Mm -hmm. just play. So what you, because I understand that you are Mm Jew-ish, and what is the most Mormon thing about you as you understand Mormonism right now? My desire to share Jeremy with other women. Ah, okay. This is also very... I I would love a couple sister wives. Yeah, this is going great. Yeah. You are an excellent candidate so far. (gasps) Wonderful. Okay, (laughs) next. What do you think Heavenly Father looks like? And do you agree that he is American? (laughs) I'm hoping he looks like if Tay Diggs and Zac Efron had a baby. Yeah, yeah. And oh. so he's got those dance moves and those, that voice and <laughs> yes. and the basketball skills. Mm-hmm. And that's who I picture. And yes, he's American, yeah. of course. And, and he's a woman. Go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that last part. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> no, it's fine. Um, I'm liking that. Thank you for also like just sidebar, like pretend now that I'm not Mormon and interviewing you to join mm-hmm. the church. Like, yeah. That's also more masturbation material for yeah. all of our listeners. So, Fandies, you're welcome. Your mm-hmm. masturbation dreams come true. Anyway, back to the interview. Now, what do you think the role of women is in, say, math? <laughs> uh, I think it's baking and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, great. Ah, Mandy, you are crushing this. Thank you. I could seriously make you a Mormon right now. <clears throat> I, we only and have my a few more questions. desperate need to be accepted is... <laughs> is raging right now. So every time you're like, you're getting closer, I'm like, I'm going to be accepted. Like, I'm going to win. I'm going to... Oh my God, you're welcome. Okay. You're going to have so, so many interesting characters to to talk about. All right. Um, How would you handle... This is a very important one because this really speaks to your morality as a a good Mormon Mm -hmm. woman. Mm -hmm. How would you handle a sexual advance from a boy, say 17 with rock solid abs and a driver's license. What would that what would that do for you? Anything? I'm sorry. I tuned out and started touching myself. What? Yeah, okay. So that's a strike against you. I'm sorry. Oh. It's not going so well. That was not the correct answer. Damn it. The correct answer, you know, would have been like send him to the 7-Eleven for more saltines to make your pineapple bake for the church picnic. Gotcha. Yeah. Very specific answer. Not everybody gets it. Okay. Um, How do you envision, ready? How do you envision your Mm -hmm. kingdom after earth? And would you be willing to give up cheese to go there? It is a musical and it is filled with cats, but it is not Mm -hmm. Cats the Musical. I want to make that very clear. Yeah, yeah. even Mormons have better taste than that. Yes, and it is filled with cats. And no, I would not give up cheese. I would eat cheese hmm. in hell with Satan. Whew. Yep. Okay. Wow, that hurts Heavenly Father's heart. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I like the, uh, We. I guess the cats are good. All right. Um, Mormon women are put on this earth to provide children and care for children. Describe your day as a mother of 12. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just getting those harmonies tight. Yeah. You know? Okay. Now I really do want you to become a Mormon. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd I come would, to the Kaplan choir concerts. Oh God. Yes. I would, I would love, I would love for you to line those little Mormon bitches up and sing for me, sing for company. I, I would donate to their 501c3. That's great. Okay. That's um, my just plan. a couple, just a few more questions. These Please. are all great answers. Thank, Thank you. you for serving the faith as well as you do. 
If there were a physical banner of heaven, uh-huh. which of your photos would be featured on it? Uh, I feel the the fan favorite, the fandy favorite, uh, mm-hmm. where I'm dressed as like a Disney princess. Yep. And there's a bluebird on my shoulder. Yes. And I'm holding a bottle of Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. And the bluebird is is holding a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wonderful. There's so many man-pleasing elements to that photo. We yes. approve. We yes. approve and, that and choice. Credit where credit is due. <clears throat> photo shopped by Jeremy David Clavens. Yes. A wonderful prophet. Yes. In a your gift household. To all mankind for many reasons. A yes, gift the man- to all mankind. <laughs> hey. See what I did there? <laughs> I think Jeremy's gonna like this new Mormon version of you, by the yeah. way. I think he is. Okay. Um, put Jeremy aside because mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's the answer, maybe he's not. Next question. Yeah. Who do who is your prophet? Who would you elect or who do you know, Heavenly Father, giving you the word is your prophet? Because it can't be you because you're a lady. At the moment, I think it's Taylor Swift. She is my Mm. prophet. Okay. She is female. She does have a vagina. Don't care. I mean, Mm, I care that she has a vagina. I'm glad for her. (laughs) What if she married someone who was really cool? Couldn't we make her husband the prophet? If she married John Mulaney, let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right, we can go there. He has a pretty sordid past. I don't like all the drugging and drinking, but okay. Well, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I have to run it up the flagpole. Um, All right, last question. Ready? You said pole. I did. (laughs) Name three songs from the Book of Mormon. Oh, well, this is easy. Turn it off like a light switch. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. Hello, my name is da-da-da. And then... Mm -hmm. Which means fuck you, God, in the face. I'm sorry. It is the fuck you, God, in the ass, mouth, and cunt. So I'm going to have to oh. cross that. That's You didn't get that one exactly right. Sorry. But that's okay. Um, now, sing 16 bars of your favorite one. Oh, my favorite song from Book of Mormon? Uh-huh. Do I really get to sing? Uh-huh. Um, I believe yes. that... I don't know the words, okay. and it's I right. believe that <laughs> in 1970, God. God changed his mind about black people. Black people. <laughs> I am a Mormon, and yes. dang it, a Mormon yes. just believes. There are selections from Book of Mormon in Miscast, June 12th. Come and join us. Fan. Get tickets on Eventbrite. Fantastic. Bring all of your wives and all of your children. Yes. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah. You did a pretty good job. I, I, you know, there's some disturbing answers, but some really great ones. So, you know, you're maybe half Mormon. I like your character like work a more. in this. I really enjoyed the interviewer character and I wish she would appear on the podcast more often. I like her. She was, <laughs> she was very intentional and very um, mm-hmm. direct and clear. And I liked her. Oh, good. Well, thanks. Thanks. She I'll made work me on very that. happy. Well, thank you for accepting me somewhat into the yeah, Mormon you're, faith. You're more. I don't know about the mun part, but okay. definitely more. You're I'm less. I'm less men. <laughs> you're less men. Yeah. I'm more or less men. Get, oh, God. <laughs> hey, we're bringing it today. You're welcome, Woo. Fandies. So last week, uh, when we discussed the unbearable weight of massive talent, you said, yes, I want to know how this movie came to be. Yes. And then you didn't answer that question. And I listened back to that episode and I thought, I want to know. And I'm sure the Fandies want to know. Mm-hmm. So it was not a friend of Nicolas Cage's. 
It was a oh. writer, and he was a huge Nicolas Cage fan. He didn't explain how he got to Nick Cage, but he was like, "We, my writer partner and I thought if we can get a lunch and have a salad with Nick Cage, that's all we can expect from this. And they got that lunch and pitched <gasps> this idea, and he was on board. <gasps> so this was not like a personal relationship that they had with him. And they said he was extremely game and he was like you can make fun of my money troubles the bad movies don't make fun of my being an absentee father that is too heartbreaking so they had to find oh. a way into that story that nick cage approved of wow because that is a part of the movie but it's not yeah it's not true to his story i guess and i'm quoting this article that i found where they interviewed well, it- these guys and these guys so there were not other options They did this as a love letter for Nick Cage. It was only Nick Cage. Wow. Amazing. Oh, my God. I love that story. I love that they had this idea that they got the opportunity to meet him, that he was on board. Go ahead. Bring up the secret. Bring up the secret and the vision. Yeah, I feel like they must have seen it happening before Mm -hmm. it happened. You know what I mean? And if you believe, I believe. I believe. Um, (laughs) Wow, that's so good. Thank you for doing that. Janice. You're welcome. (laughs) The recreations in Under the Banner of Heaven were secret bad, I thought. Like, (laughs) you know how they do some, like, they they created some, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But The Secret was a wonderful film, you guys, so don't listen to her. Go ahead. Are you ready to find out what you're going to watch? I think you're going to be thrown. It is not (laughs) topical. It is not new. Really? It is, is it my favorite movie of all time. Okay. And it came up in conversation recently, and you said, oh, I haven't seen that since it came out, which hurts <laughs> me to my core. It's a rewatch? A rewatch? America. Okay. We will be watching Waiting okay. for Guffman. <gasps> oh, God, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. That's such a My great, favorite movie of all time. And it has gift. been since the day I saw it. Oh, I'm not trying to screw Aww. you. I'm just yeah. uh, trying to make you a better person. Because how could you <laughs> say to me, oh, I haven't seen it since it came out. Like, no, fuck you. So we're doing this. Good luck. Okay. All right. Very fair. Really nice. I love yes. it. I can't wait. And I know that there are tons of Guffman fans out there. So yeah, I'm excited for this conversation. If you yes. want to contribute... Hop in the Discord or on social media and get in the conversation about waiting for Guffman. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yes. I love it. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Until next week. I love you. I love you. 